podcast that may never ever end <laughs> this is the two words podcast my name is john and with me as always no it's not aston kutcher it's matt coker <laughs> hello everybody welcome to two words today we have such a fun show maybe one of the uh most interesting conversation wise because today our two words are mount rushmore that's right matt and i are going to go head to head and discuss who we think are the four most important people in all of professional wrestling ever i'm interested to see if we have a lot of crossover we probably have the exact same four or close to the exact same four um because i feel like there's at least two people on there you can't not put Okay. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get um, there. We're also going to be talking uh, shortly about Fast Lane, which we we uh, we live streamed the other day and we kind of poo pooed on, but there were a few gems. And it we'll really talk, wasn't bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get to that. Um, we'll also be discussing what we think are gonna, is going to happen at the upcoming WrestleMania event. But first, Matt, not too, away, not too far, not too far away. But first, Matt, what are we going to call this segment? It's got to have a name. I typically call it Wrestling News Reactions. Wrestling News Reactions. That's too much. Call it, I don't know. I don't. Let's think of a Wrestle name. Reacts. We, need to th- we need to think of a name. Listeners at home, hashtag at us uh, what you think this this first segment should be called, at two words LTN on Twitter. When we um, just go through the... News and rumors and junk. And things of the day, because yeah. I'm sick of, because last time I said, but first let's talk about mamas, and I thought that was a weird way to <laughs> start a segment, but anyway, you got anything fun to talk about, Matt? Um, I, I, I can't stand the way The Fiend looks now. Oh, it's awful. So we saw him in Fastlane, saw him on Raw. And I just don't like it. But also, is he just like a monster now? Like he doesn't talk. He he's not Bray Wyatt anymore. No Firefly Funhouse. It's it's Alexa Bliss's pet monster. Is that what we're doing? Uh I don't like that because I don't like that. But that's all no. that it appears to be. No. So I'm interested. I'm interested to see. I guess uh, this is this is kind of bleeding into what we're supposed to be doing in the second segment. But I'm interested to see what they're going to do at WrestleMania because I thought leading up to this, it was going to be another one of the John Cena type matches that he had yeah. at last year's WrestleMania. This was going to be a deep dive into Randy Orton's past and life and mm, humiliation and all that. But now that seems in question. Will yeah. it? Will we be? Doing some supernatural re- retreading back to old fiend because I hope so. Yeah, I think that this 
<clears throat> this eventually has to like end in a in a recovering Bray Wyatt thing. I like feel, we yeah. have to go somebody has to go in with the purpose of saving him from the fiend. Mm. Okay. Of like going into the fun house to drag him out. That kind of thing. Okay. But then like then you have face Bray Wyatt. That's all you have. Yeah. And that's weird. That's just Husky Harris. Well, <laughs> that's true. But you know what? They've always really kind of been positioning him as a face. Even when he first debuted and people were like, oh, we love this. They're like, okay, well, I guess he'll be a good guy. Uh, to the point where there have been uh, like leaks that people in the Thunderdome are being told to boo Randy Orton hmm. when he's on screen. That's weird. Yeah, it's strange. But uh, that's weird. How do you tell people in the Thunderdome to do things? Do you like type it out? <laughs> oh, no, they have like a it's kind of like a almost set up like a Zoom call where they have like somebody in charge of it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, somebody asked somebody asked Stephanie McMahon about Vince McMahon's replacement whenever the day comes that Vince McMahon does retire, and uh, her response was kind of interesting. She uh, essentially said that um, it's it's not going to be a person. What's up? <laughs> he will never die. <laughs> he, well, that's what Vince was thinking. Um, uh, I don't think there will ever be a person-to-person replacement for Vince McMahon. He does too much. The landscape would look different, however it shakes out. But I think it's a marriage of those things. And so, um, uh, I don't know, like a team of people running WWE would be pretty interesting. I mean, if they could all get in sync, Yeah. I, I do feel like uh, a mixture of Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane together might not be the best candidates, but I bet it would run a little bit smoother than just uh, Vince with final veto power over it. Yeah, I think that whoever it is has to kind of give up that final veto power. Yeah. Or maybe you ha- use it, but use it sparingly. And so you have one person that's in charge of all of the writing and they have final veto power over yeah. all of that writing and that sort of stuff. And um, kind of that system where you have one person in charge of five people and those five people are in charge of these different sections of things. Yeah. I think it that could would be work. Good. It could work out. I think that would work out better. Um, but that's uh, also people have tried that in churches and it hasn't worked out. So. <laughs> Good point. Who knows? Uh, I watched a little bit of AEW Dark Elevation. How did that just go? To, just to hear Paul White. Uh, right. Sorry. Paul Wright. And he's, he's, if I didn't know that he was who he was, I'd be like, yeah, normal commentator guy. Normal like commentator. he sounds yeah, professional. He sounds like he's been doing it for years. Yeah. We kind of forget that. That he has been in the wrestling business for some 30 years. Oh, yeah. Super, right? <laughs> super duper long. So, yeah, it, it sounded good. And you know, yeah. the show the show wasn't anything special. It's, it's you know, it's their, it's their C show now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's, but uh, you saw yeah. you saw negative one on there. He, he gets to be like the little uh, escort for one of the ladies that he's a fan of. Okay. Uh, which is okay. really neat. And they did. They're all cute about it, hugging him. Oh, yeah. He's adorable. I'm I'm sure he thinks it's just real cute. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he's like, man, I wish I was at home doing math problems. Whatever. No. No, I think that that Big Show is a 
phenomenal idea for that. Because like I said, I mean, what people forget is that like when he, he was the giant, he wrestled Hulk Hogan in his prime. Yeah. Like, (laughs) which was a while back. (laughs) Well, I mean, what, what I was really getting at is that surprised me was, you know, when Taz was on commentary, he sounded like Taz. When Samoa Joe's on commentary, he sounds like Samoa Joe. That's true. But Big Show on commentary sounds like normal guy, normal yeah. sports guy. Yeah. Which was surprising. This is kind of the first time. He was on uh, Talk is Jericho, and he said, this is really the first time I'm getting to be Paul Wright. Yeah, yeah, um, And we'll kind of figure out who that is as we're going <laughs> along. Um but he also said it was a really cool opportunity because he gets to watch these guys and and get in with these guys and he can talk to them before their matches that he's going to call and all this other stuff and at the same time learn what they like to do in matches yeah so that when the time comes for him to get in the ring mm-hmm. um which he said he's he really wants to get in the ring with Darby Allen really which I think would be fun <laughs> just him just tossing him around like a lawn dart just chasing him yeah I think that'd be great. Um, uh, people not so psyched that uh, Titus O'Neil is co-hosting WrestleMania with the immortal Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I mean, well, more people are okay with Titus O'Neil, right? It's more most, people. Most are, oh, people love Titus yeah, O'Neil. Yeah, it's more people are just upset that it's Hulk Hogan, which. Did you know that Titus O'Neil's mom is 12 years older than he is? He is He is uh, the the child of rape. And like him and his four, his, his mom had him when he was, tw- when she was 12 and he has four brothers and three of them graduated college. Yeah. Wow. And we're here doing a podcast. All of that is news to me and yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then he was like, he's like, I'm going to be a wrestler. And if that, you know, if people don't love that, well, I'm just going to be father of the year then, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know? the dude, the dude is something special. For sure. Apparently, at one point, he uh, some homeless people came up to him after he ate at a restaurant, and they asked him for some change to go get a sandwich. He's like, "Well, I just ate at this fancy restaurant. If you want, I'll I'll get you a table over here, and then you can sit down." And apparently, management of that restaurant did not treat them so well. So the next day, he came back. He he's like, "I went down downtown San Francisco and rounded up every homeless person I could find and showed up to that restaurant with thirty five homeless people." And demanded a table. <laughs> That's being good out of spite. But like, it's, yeah, it's, it's but beautiful. It's yeah, it's, it's beautiful. But yeah, people are not uh, super huge fans that uh, Hulk Hogan is the co co chair of that. I mean, what do, you, do you think it's do you think it's WWE trying to to uh, patch up that that PR issue? You think? Just the, just the fact. Look, he's hosting with a black man. It's got. Would a racist do that? <laughs> I just, I have a black friend. I have a friend who's. Do you know? Do you know Rafer? Rafer, my friend. I'm friends with a guy named Rafer. Do you know Rafer? He's black as well, so I can't like. I really, I pray that's not what they're doing. I hope not. Because, because, if it that's does the case, seem like, like one of the tone just, kind of things they they're would. just trying to, they're just trying to like pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> a little like, bit. It happened, you know, bit, a little bit. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. I, I miss, but again, I think I made this uh, observation at Fastlane when we were live streaming. 
I bet it's mainly going to be Hulk Hogan opens the night both nights. Yeah. And then Titus takes it from there. Yeah. Like like pretty much is what happened last year. Hulk Hogan comes out and says brother six times and then what you going to do? Calls it the Silver Dome. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Uh Peacock in the news because they're they're removing some controversial bits from WWE programming, which is one of the reasons we're not getting all of it right away. Apparently, they have to pour through every episode. Such as what? <laughs> uh, the Rowdy Rowdy Piper match. I don't remember who it's against, but the one where he basically does it? half blackface. The time what is, that... Wasn't uh, he wrestling like an Irish guy? No, was, I think it was a black guy. He was um. wrestling. Uh, and then the part where Vince McMahon says the N-word to Booker T. That's probably a good idea. All those, all those little bits. Uh, and so as it, as it appears right now, it's only like the quote unquote, you know, racist or possibly racist things, questionably racist things, that's but fair. that is worrying people that that's just going to so turn in the eventually just stuff. removing all, everything that was offensive. The Get entire, rid of the whole attitude area. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not going to say that's the, the direction they're going. Like it's some sort of slippery slope. That's kind of what all streaming is today. You know? Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think it's good to to pour through some things, just to like make sure. Yeah, and I get it in some cases. I didn't get it when they removed the the dark elf from uh, Community. That's but true. <laughs> I think that one was taken a bit. Like the whatever we don't need to get yeah, into that. As yeah, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's not worry about that. Um. Danny Cage, who is the promoter and booker for a promotion uh, called World Famous Monster Wrestling, I think is what it's called. World Famous um, Monster it is, it is, it is like a step below Chikara and uh, Ring of Honor. I am um, intrigued. Yeah. Are they it, dressed they're like They're not Godzilla? monsters. That was part of the oh. problem. Uh, he recently stopped a match in the middle of this match that he was having to tell people, I want you to have a good time and I want people to be able to get into the show. But if I hear somebody tell uh, one of our black wrestlers to, quote, go back to Africa, I'm shutting this place down. Wow. <laughs> it boggles my mind that there are still people who say things who, like that, who, who are perfectly fine with saying something like that in and they, public. They think people are cool with them saying that. It's cool. I can say that. You know Rafer? I know Rafer, too. I got a black friend. I can tell him to go to Africa. They understand it's a joke. No. Stop that. Stop it. Yeah. Stop being this person. But Be better. On, but good on you, Danny Cage. Yeah, no. I'm fine with that. Danny Cage is a friend of the show. Um <laughs> Because like that's, friend of the show. like he stopped the match yeah. and was like, "Listen, we're not doing that." He's like, "I don't care. <laughs> we're not having it." But yeah, like what? Gracious sakes. There are people out there that are still like, "Yeah, it's cool." This is we're totally good. okay to say. I thought about really it. <laughs> I thought about it all night coming here. Am I going to say this? Obviously, I am. Uh, Andrade got his release. Gonzo. Pretty He's happy about it too. Here. Oh yeah, because he didn't want to sit in catering all day. Um, Which, to me, <laughs> I would love to sit in catering. Mitch Hedberg had a joke about getting put on Letterman, um, 
but and he he was backstage and he got paid 900 bucks and he was backstage at catering eating a bunch of cantaloupe and apparently madonna was also on that show and it and her bit went over so he got bumped from the show and he's like sure i got bumped from the show but i just got paid 900 bucks to eat cantaloupe (laughs) i called my dad and was like how much money have you ever gotten paid to eat cantaloupe dad (laughs) you eat your cantaloupe for free yeah i'd I'd get paid to sit at catering uh but no, I, I get it because like yeah. he's a super talented guy, absolutely, and he deserves. So he's wrestling, something. I believe, in a uh, in one of the the Mexican based um, promotions, not yeah. the main one, uh, not AAA. I don't think so. But uh, but anyway, he's 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 down there for a little while. But apparently, has already been hinted that he's going to be heading to AEW. He does not have a non compete contract. Uh, really? Apparently. Yeah, he can wrestle Man, immediately. Good on him. So that non-compete contract clause. is yeah. garbage. I just don't get why anybody like if I was a wrestler, and I get it, like you just want the money, you you hope they have faith in you. But at the same time, well, if I was looking over it, I'd make my lawyers be like, Don't <laughs> let them put that in there. I think it's a holdover from the whole WCW WWE thing where it they just be. had where they had they even had talent showing up on both shows airing at the exact same time. It's true. Because Raw was taped and looking WCW at you, was live. Looking at you, Lex Luger. Rick Rude. Rick Rude was actually on screen at the <laughs> exact same moment. Wait a minute. Both shows. <laughs> both places. <laughs> But wait, he's here. No, I recently, I recently watched, there. I recently watched one of those nitros. Um, <clears throat> I watched the first two nitros for some reason the other day, and on the second nitro, Hogan and Macho Man and Sting confronted Luger because uh, they were about to wrestle the Dungeon of Doom for something, and Hulk Hogan goes, "I just want to know, Lex Luger, what are you doing here? What's your intentions?" And then out of nowhere. Uh, macho man like steps in the middle of them, grabs a microphone, and goes, "I second that. I'd like to know as well." It's like, <laughs> why? Why did you have to add that in there, Macho Man? Like now, knowing what I know about Macho Man, I'm like, oh, these things make sense. I haven't been on screen in three minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> By the way, I want to talk about that too because if uh, anybody's been keeping up with Young Rock. Um, I still have not got that. I it's a good. It. It's a good show. They have a couple of instances uh, where they are talking to Macho Man, um, played by. I'm going to pull it up because I want to know who's playing Macho Man. Um, but he he doesn't do as good of a job as he doesn't do as good a job on the voice as you do. Well, that's good. Thank I you. feel like NBC should have hired you. <laughs> I got to, uh, we have that on Twitch. It's one of our um, nerd cred things that people can, you know, they earn this nerd cred by yeah. watching. So the longer they watch, the more they have to spend, quote unquote. And someone cashed that in on a Among Us night this past Tuesday. So oh, I had yeah. an entire round where I just left my <laughs> mic on and pestered everybody. <laughs> I ran out of things that I remember Macho Man ever saying. Oh, yeah. Started making things up. <laughs> That's beautiful. But yeah, no, I think that uh, I think that NBC should... Uh, fire. See who it is. Who is it? What's his name? I'm sure the looking more like Macho Man is more important. Than I'm not even really sure he looks like Macho Man, <laughs> even because I look nothing like Macho Man. Yeah, it's NBC though. They could have paid you to do the you voice. Know, they could have paid you. They probably could have paid for like some some 
physical transformation. Well, I appreciate that. You know? Um, right? Do, do, do with me what, what y'all did with, uh, with uh, the Parks and Rec guy, right? Yeah. Make, yeah. make me Chris, Andy Chris from Parks Pratt. and Rec. Chris, Chris uh, Pratt. Chris, yeah. Chris Pratt. I can, that would help me out a lot. Give him, the, give him the Ethan Souple treatment. <laughs> Have you seen that guy? No. Frankie Stacchino from uh Oh Holy yes. World. Yes. Yeah. Dude is Dude is ripped. Ripped. He's not just thin, he's ripped. Boy Meets World and uh My Name is Earl still. Yeah. Boy Meets World he was even bigger yeah. than he was in My Name is Earl. My name is Earl, he was more like my size, just yeah. fat guy. Big fat guy. Uh but yeah, now he's Somebody asked him how An inspiration. He, somebody asked him how he did it, and he's like, "I just got sick of being fat." Right. And I'm like, "Dude, I've been sick of being fat for 15 years." <laughs> not sick well, enough, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I'm not sick enough. <laughs> but that's all the news I have, by the way. Um, uh, where do you think the Thunderdome's going? Because baseball season's coming up, so they're getting kicked out. Oh, didn't they? I think I'm pretty sure they already announced it. Did they announce it? Yeah. Thunderdome new location. There's also a good possibility at WrestleMania 38 that uh, The Rock and Roman Reigns are going to be doing a program next year. Next year, oh, okay. which I think would work. That would be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun if they did like a, you know, like you're not the head of the table. You just remember who built this table. Uh-huh. Well, apparently it's moving just from one side of Tampa Bay to the other. They're going to USF's Youngling Center. Youngling Center. So they'll still be, still be down there in Florida. Florida, Florida. But well, yeah, that's uh, that's all we got. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Fast Lane and a little bit about WrestleMania. So keep it here. Week in nerd history, he lived long and prospered. Nerd history. On March 26, 1931, Leonard Simon Nimoy was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Nimoy was an actor, film director, photographer, author, and much more, and he was best known for playing Mr. Spock in the original Star Trek television show. He would reprise the role in eight feature films and multiple television shows. He famously directed the third and fourth Star Trek feature films. Outside of the Star Trek universe, Nimoy directed and starred in a number of plays, television shows, and he was also a very popular voice actor, especially in the space documentary genre. Sadly, Nimoy died in 2015 due to complications from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, but he definitely will live long in our hearts. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more the two words podcast now this last week we uh we live streamed fast lane yeah the best the best wwe uh pay-per-view that took place in the month of march (laughs) the best ever live wwe pay-per-view airing on peacock 
<laughs> I've heard people weren't super super keen on uh, the way Peacock streamed. Like it, they didn't really handle it. Super yeah, I well. saw that, and I don't understand because we watched it on Peacock. Did we? Yeah. It, do you recall anything happening? I don't really recall any problems. Uh, like I saw that a lot of people were upset with the way Peacock uh, streamed it. They had some issues. I we didn't have any issues. No, um, I didn't have any issues. Um, didn't buffer. Didn't uh, kick us out. Seemed fine. Came on at the right time. Easily transitioned from the uh, kickoff to the main show. Our uh, our Twitter follower, Bitter Euphoria, um, complained that uh, you can't pause live TV. Oh. And so, he never tried to pause. Uh, he said, I hate how at Peacock TV doesn't let you pause live TV. I've had to go to the restroom for 10 minutes during this <laughs> hashtag fast lane pay-per-view. Okay. Um, that could be a big issue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember seeing that tweet but, now. But catheter up, bitter. Yeah, you got a catheter up. Just, man. just get a, just, just grab a, <laughs> grab a Gatorade bottle, and just tuck it into your pants. And let's go, man. Yeah, when you're live streaming, you can't pause it because you got to be able to keep up with everybody else. So that will never be an issue yeah. for us as long as we're live streaming. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I guess Peacock, I bet it'll eventually become a thing. Peacock's not really set up for a live stream, though. Yeah. They don't have anything, I think, that that airs live in that nature. No. They do have channels, I guess, but they're more just like constantly moving, pre-programmed, just marathon channels. Maybe that's why they're adding in a Bad Bunny match. So that people can go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's your bathroom match. It's your bathroom match. They have the, they're reinstituting bathroom matches. Why? Um, Why? Why is Bad Bunny still here? Nobody wants him here. Nobody wants this match. <laughs> the Miz was just the freaking WWE champion, and now he's doing a match with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. And Bad Bunny, apparently apparently they're protecting the integrity of Bad Bunny because they couldn't even have him lose to R-Truth for the 24-7 chat title. Just, just, I'll just hand it back to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> go make more Grammy-winning albums, Bad Bunny. Leave That's, us alone. I don't... <laughs> You you made a song that said the words Booker T in it. I get it. But yeah. beyond that, the rest of it wasn't even in English. <laughs> oh man! I just Bad Bunny has a WrestleMania match. Yes, and Andrade just got let go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It that doesn't make any sense. That is the <laughs> that is the absolute dumbest thing that it's getting pay-per-view time. Mm-hmm. It's getting the most important pay-per-view time. <laughs> and um, then they're wondering why we're complaining about all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh they might, as we're recording this, we're recording this a little late. Um and so as we're recording, actually, SmackDown is happening. Yeah. And so I'm assuming we'll have this addressed, but I'm almost certain they're going to be pushing to add Daniel Bryan into that Universal Championship match 
for one reason. Okay. He's on the WrestleMania poster. That's another thing I want to talk about. <laughs> because if you look at the WrestleMania poster, Bad, Bad Bunny, Bunny is on the WrestleMania poster. <laughs> he is front and center. Right. He has a very key spot. He's not hidden in the back. Seth Rollins is also in the WrestleMania poster as a shadowy figure in the eye of Skull Island in the back. <laughs> Yeah. So I, the looking at the CBS website where they have the match card um, in the Bad Bunny and Miz thing, it says it only made sense to finish playing out the Bad Bunny story that's been steadily advancing since Bunny performed at the Rumble with this match. I'm hoping that this is finishing the story. Yeah. And then and then he's gone after this. Just out. Just out. Yeah. Um, is uh, is. Damien Priest gonna be gonna be there somewhere? I would assume. I would assume he'd be in the corner because I don't think he has a match of any kind. That's Unless good. he's in the uh, <clears throat> the Memorial Battle Royal, Andre the Giant. So how how do we how do we get Daniel Bryan into that match? Well, I mean at Fastlane, Roman did tap. There was no official to call it. But he did tap. So I'm assuming, as we're talking right now, Daniel Bryan is is on screen showing that footage saying, uh, you know, Edge basically screwed him out of that match and he deserves to be in it. I'm sure they're still going to make him do a gauntlet match. Oh, yeah. Some, some crazy it. thing. There's still a few weeks till we get there. But uh, that's what I assume is going to happen. Um... Uh, Let's look, let's see. What's the Oh, we, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I forgot there even was a SmackDown Tag Team. Yeah, and these champion. these are the predicted matches, so we don't know if these are official yet or not. You forget that this was even a thing because right. like Dolphin and and Rude have been holding those titles for a while. A while now. to where nobody I mean like we forgot that they're not they're not they doing anything been contested with them. either. Yeah. So street profits, I guess, are going to go to try and take those back, which would be fun. You think Riddle versus Sheamus is going to happen for the United States? That's what States it, says, it says. Yeah, prediction to Riddle versus Sheamus. They got to do something, with Sheamus, know. right? Sheamus yeah. has been building him up so much; they got to put him somewhere. Yeah, I don't necessarily want him to take it from Riddle, but I feel like that's what they've been pushing for is some sort of. Some sort of run of some kind for Sheamus, and Riddle is really not doing much with it at the moment. Yeah. Um, how are we going to rectify the Biggie Apollo Cruz debacle? Because that that was, oh, that, that was that match that that ended weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't see anything that actually said it was a botched finish. I have seen a lot of stuff. Claiming it was well, you know, I've seen people claiming that it was, but I yeah. haven't seen like normally. There's there's like some official sources that are like, yeah, they yeah. totally messed that up, and I haven't caught any of that yet. Have you seen that kind of stuff? I don't think I have. So I don't know if they're just rolling with it that officially the the shoulders were down and it just ended awkward because it looked weird, or maybe it happened earlier than it was supposed to, and that's why everyone is confused. I don't know. But either way, it looks like what looks like whoever won, which I don't even remember who won. Um, well, that was the thing: is it looked like Apollo pinned him, 
but then like got up and started stomping on him because they rang the bell. He got yeah. up and started stomping on him. Um, That's right. And they called the match and Biggie retained. Oh, wow. Okay. See, I even missed that on the night of. Yeah. Weird. I have no idea. I have no idea what they yeah. do. I just, have no Just don't even mention idea. it. Just don't mention it. <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. That's an official. I'm liking the uh, the uh, don't call me stupid thing. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a story it's other for him than... To do. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I They're not giving Braun Strowman any real matches at WrestleMania. Um Right. Last year, last, I mean, last year he, he won the universal title at WrestleMania, but only because Roman Reigns wouldn't show up. Roman Reigns didn't show up and they needed to take it off Goldberg because his yearly retention was over. <laughs> yeah. And they, they that just, was so sad because they had, they used Goldberg to set up that match, that big draw. They wanted that big draw Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And so they took it off the fiend. They yeah. had Goldberg beat the fiend cleanly at Super Showdown of all places, and, uh, <laughs> and it didn't even pay off with anything. That was sad. I guess, I guess you can't really blame them all that much because that was right as the COVID lockdowns hit. Yeah, and they had to scramble, but but yeah, they they announced Strowman Strowman versus. Goldberg, like the morning of. Yeah, like it was real quick. Was, was there were quite a few matches that changed, like the yeah. morning of. Yeah, which last year was just. I mean, there was no way of avoiding it. I guess. Yeah. But. I remember there was a there was supposed to be a triple ladder match, tag team ladder match. Yep, and they made it. They, they made it, it was like it was a triple threat. With, yeah, yeah. Of one, that was one weird. of each team member. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was strange. Weird. Yeah, uh, one of the women's matches changed. You know, it was very strange. Yeah. Uh, New Day versus AJ Styles and almost, I mean, I think it's been funny what they've been doing on Raw with New Day trying to plant doubt in Omos's mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. not really your friend. He doesn't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been funny. I, I imagine this is going to be a funny match. Yeah. It'll be a anything. fun match. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um, depends on what Omos can do in the ring. I mean, he is a wrestler, but. We haven't seen him wrestle, so mm-hmm. we've just kind of seen him stand there and look scary. <laughs> uh, we already talked about Wyatt and Orton, unless you have other thoughts. I just is, I don't is know. Is the what new to do. fiend Bray Wyatt? <clears throat> that's a, that's another theory. Oh. If somebody questions whether it's even Bray Wyatt at all. Would People it think be? it might be Bo Dallas <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> that may be why we never hear him talk. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh. <laughs> uh. Just uh, no more let me in. <laughs> Just a close up on his face. Believe. <laughs> Believe. Oh gosh. Uh Oscar. Okay. I need to talk about this. Please do. Dang it. It made me so mad. So it was Peyton Royce, right? Yep. That had that whole diatribe on Raw Talk. We're, we're on the same page. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. What could it hurt? <laughs> you know, that whole thing. 
uh, the mama. We talked about the mama getting angry. Like, yeah. well, maybe if they, you know, give give other women a chance to wrestle and, and do stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And they make it a big deal on Raw. Peyton Royce, who had that passionate plea to get in the game and had this amazing match with Asuka. Really good women's match. It went on long. It wasn't the five-minute squash matches. A very good match. It was fantastic. And then she lost. And then Rhea Ripley came out. And now they're facing each other at WrestleMania. With no build-up, with no approval process, with no... Uh, What's his name? Uh, the bald guy that runs everything. Uh, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce coming out and saying, you just can't make a championship match. You have to earn a championship spot. None of that stuff that we see all the time just comes in right after the Peyton Royce match, stomps all over, says, well, you lost this match, so now I'm going to take your spot here. Yeah. Asuka, I'm going to take you. I need an answer right now. I'm going to take you at WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it made me mad. I'm not mad that the match exists. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. It'll probably and be a good match. It'll be fun having Rhea Ripley be the champion. But to have Peyton Royce go on that, that passionate plea, give her this shot, have this fantastic match to immediately. And she got everybody behind her. That was right. the thing. Is like She got heat with it. Right. To immediately sweep her back under the road. They didn't even mention her again after the match was over. Didn't even see her. It's like she nope. slipped into a time stream and was gone from everybody's memory. Nope. That made me pretty darn upset. And it, it's to the point where I hope it's part of a story that she's in on. Because otherwise, it's just... It's irritating. Yeah, she's a she's a great wrestler. I get it, but it's it's it's. I just all a part of the bigger problem that is all of these matches is that there's no build up for any of it. Yeah, there's no story being put into it. There's no effort being put into the writing. Um, There's no continuity for any of it. Mm -hmm. Like, give me some, give me some story here. Give me some some purpose for this match. Give me some reason to want to watch the match. That was why that was why Hogan Flair worked so well. Yeah. Like people wanted to see this match for a really 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 long time mm. and then we they gave it to us. <laughs> I don't know. I understand. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully WrestleMania will will be at least good matches even if they're not great stories. Yeah. Um, we're going to be streaming both of those nights. Uh, we haven't figured out exactly where we're going to be streaming both of them, but we're going to be streaming them both on Twitch, on the LTN On Air uh, Twitch page. So Twitch, 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 Twitch.ltnonair.com will take you there. Um, go there, subscribe, and it'll tell you exactly when we when we roll up. Yeah, you, and you can just follow. The words, the words are important. You can just follow... That's free, and you can still watch. Or you can subscribe, and that will also like support us a little bit financially. Uh, so that would be cool, too. Ka-ching. Uh Roman Reigns versus Edge. Like we said, it might have Daniel Bryan joining that, which will be fun. I mean, it'll be a good match. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair will also be a really good match, I'm assuming. Uh, I think that'll be it. Yeah, I think that'll be a really good match. And then Bianca Belair, I definitely take to win that match. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley are the other ones. This is the first Lashley match that I actually care about. Do you really? I think so. I'm struggling to get there. I think I'm starting to care about it. <laughs> I really wish there wasn't so much implosion with uh, the Hurt Business. It, does, it just doesn't make any sense Hurt to do that. Hurt Business should not be falling apart. No, they should be very strong. Since they're since they're the only faction around, they right. should be very strong. They should be fact. Yeah. They should be a fact. I, I said. I think I called this before. I said that Bobby Lashley should be winning at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that he should hold it until next WrestleMania. Like it should be the Hurt Business taking over uh, Raw, yeah. essentially. With all the gold. And I thought they were laying that thing. They they had the tag team championship. Lashley had the United States championship, lost it, and then immediately essentially got the 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 universal championship. So or the the world the WWE championship. Yeah. Like, okay, well they're doing it. They're doing it a little early, but they're doing it. And they had they had them lose the titles on the tag team titles on Raw, which was out of nowhere, it felt yeah. like. Yeah. And now, yeah, now they're getting yelled at, belittled. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's sad. But, you know, maybe again, maybe it's going somewhere, and we just we just don't know. But we um, gotta hold on to hope. You gotta hold yeah. on to hope that they're gonna delightfully surprise us. It's just they don't have a great track record in doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just just not certain. That's it's more like just happen. don't hand us a crap sandwich. Just don't hand us a crap sandwich. We're okay with a bad sandwich, <laughs> just not a crap sandwich. And they always hand us a crap sandwich. Uh, yeah. But anyway, well, when we come back, we're going to be talking about our Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. I'm excited. Stay here. My nerds, we here at Love Thy Nerd are beyond honored that you let our podcast blast in your earbuds each week. But we're also a jealous ministry who wants even more of your love and devotion. If you haven't made LTN Radio a part of your daily routine yet, you are missing out. Not only do you get to hear our exclusive morning shows, Church Nerds and the Macro Morning Show, before they are put on the website, but you also get radio-exclusive shows like Bible Thump with Drew Dixon, LTN Rewind, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector Mirai, The Moment with Megan Moe Oaks, Nerd History, Nerdy Definitions, This Week in Nerdy News, and our LTN specials as well. And on top of all that, the rest of our airtime is jam-packed with the absolute best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie that is hand-curated by Love Thy Nerd just for you. Give us a listen at ltnonair.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone to search and favorite LTN Radio. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of the show. to the two words podcast today we're talking about our mount rushmore of professional wrestling um, we've already had a few inductees into the wwe hall of fame this year announced um 
the likes of uh, Molly Holly. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. excited about that. The great uh, Kali. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he absolutely deserves it. How dare they? They they announce Kane's getting inducted, and then immediately be like, also. <laughs> McCain, man, yeah. You talked about like crying yourself watching oh McCain my react gosh. to it. It was pretty emotional. Like, like yeah. you know, we watched, we, you know, we, we talked about the Molly Holly one. He's like, oh, yeah, she reacted like she yeah. already heard this news, but was trying to pretend like she was yeah. crying about it. And it did kind of look that way. But Kane crying couldn't even like get his words out or anything. Yeah. That was. Yeah, we, well, Kane reacted the same way I reacted when the doctors told my wife she was pregnant. <laughs> she just kind of looked up for a second and was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> and then he just, yeah, I was, I, was like, I was like, oh my goodness. Because it was two grown men who were not, who do not feel comfortable sharing emotion in right. public, who were like, I have no choice but to be emotional for this. And you can just tell it was, it was a beautiful thing. Uh, Eric Bischoff's getting into the, yeah, into he, the Hall of Fame. I feel like he deserves it. He definitely I feel deserves like he deserved it. it a long time he ago. He definitely deserves it. Um, uh, there's rumor that Daniel Bryan might get inducted <laughs> right. this year because of I, an accident. I, don't think, I think he might not be. I think he might I not be because they're going to put him in the match. Yeah, now. I think that yeah. was an accident. I don't think they were originally going to put him in the match. And if yeah. that were the case, they were going to induct him because yeah. I, I think he has been making enough references to be clear. This is probably his last WrestleMania. Like, yeah, he's probably done. Yeah, and I, I think they might have gone that way, but then they're like, we were going to give him a push before. Maybe let's give him one last WrestleMania moment. Yeah, he won't win the title, but he'll at least have one more moment. Yeah, main event. Who? Do you think needs to be inducted in the Hall of Fame? Like who who is long overdue? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe not long overdue. I think Chris Jericho deserves to be in it, but I'm not sure he'll ever get in it. <laughs> That's the thing with those guys. That's the thing I've talked to before. Is like those guys basically had to say, I "I'm never going to get into the WWE Hall of Fame," and I'm going to be okay with that. I yeah. have to be okay with that. Like Goldust has to say. <laughs> I may never get into the Hall of Fame. Right, and he deserves it. He's one of those stalwarts. Yeah. Um, but I'm I very mean, surprised Taker has not been announced. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's official. I don't know if he's really done. I don't know if they're, they're <laughs> I don't know if Vince is holding out hope for just like one last one big more. Taker. And it might still be another cinematic thing, but I think they right. want one last big Taker thing. I don't know. I feel like when you get a documentary about you and they end it with uh, George Strait's Lone Troubadour, like, okay, that's it. But he also said you played, at the very you end of play, that. You played Lone Troubadour. I'm just a Lone Troubadour. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. But he still, in that last segment of that show, is like, I think I'm done. But if Vince calls me. I don't know. <laughs> one more, one more, one more, Mark. I, I'm, I'm, I know that he's still gonna. He's probably going to wrestle more, but I'm still very surprised that um, the Rock has not gotten. The Rock hasn't, has he? No, no. And I, I know maybe it's just because of his work schedule, but it's yeah. it's like really, yeah. I mean, ever... Batista was supposed to have it last year. Yeah, like, he was supposed to be in the 2020. And now he's not. Now he's not listening. It's not at happening all. this year at all because he can't get his schedule around it. 
Oh, okay. uh, and so they're pushing that off. That no, 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 that wasn't why. They wanted to ha- induct him with a full crowd. I think that's what ah, the okay. initial thing was. And it wasn't like his request. It was WWE's request. Because like, he's a movie star. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They want, want that full pop. crowd. That pop. That's gonna, it's going to happen on a Tuesday. Has it been on Tuesday before? No, it's always been the Saturday before. Right. I mean, like, no, it's, it's, I think it's been the Friday before, right? Because before last year, they would do that NXT thing on Saturday. Yeah. The takeover. And they would do Friday night was the. Yeah. They always record. I think they were, they pre record it though. I don't think, I'm not sure if they show it live. No, it's it totally live. live. Have it? Have yeah. It? They okay. do the, the early red carpet pre show okay. thing and everything. No, it's a live yeah. event. I don't know. Tuesday. Yeah. That's a weird. It's going to be Tuesday. Yeah. That's a weird day to do it. Um, but yeah, I don't. That's a. That's it's been a, on Wednesdays before. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. Been, I think they just keep bumping it back further. Trying to figure out something new. I, I, that's a. That's a different. That's a whole different question about. Yeah. Who's who deserves? I'm sure if I sit here and think for a really long time, I'd be able to come up with a good list. But um, what is uh, Chris Benoit's journey to the Hall of Fame? It's not going to. Is happen. there one? It's not going to happen. No. Not not the way that that ended. There's just no way. There's no there's no denying that he was one of the best wrestlers of his era. But it's it's not even just a talent thing though. It was like he was so necessary. Absolutely. For those guys. And I and I honestly, you know, I've thought about it and I think the only way there is there is one singular way I foresee this being able to happen and it's simply not going to happen. And that is Vince McMahon himself can't be triple H can't be Stephanie McMahon can't be a representative. Can't be anybody it has to be uh, Vince McMahon himself. He has to come out and he has to say, listen, some things happen in Chris Benoit's career that we should have been more cognizant of. Mm-hmm. And we knew about these problems and we let them continue. This is on us. But he's never going to take. No, he's never going to take fault for that. No, I um, think I think. Uh... Which is why you can't have like, <clears throat> you know, if you wanted to really you really could induct. uh like Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, Dean Malenko, and Chris Benoit, you could induct them as one group of like the WCW cruiserweights who paved a way for yeah this amazing wrestling. But without him, you just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't think that's ever going to happen. So anyway, well, uh, a lot of people talk about their Mount Rushmore, um, which is their their four. Most important guys in all of professional wrestling. These are the guys that professional wrestling just would not be uh, if it wasn't for these four guys, which I think is interesting because, I mean, if you look at the actual Mount Rushmore, I mean, like, they're good presidents. Like, <laughs> they're pretty good presidents. And uh, <laughs> then Teddy and Roosevelt, Andrew Jackson. Teddy Roosevelt put himself on there because yeah. he was president at the time. Yeah. Which, look, we all, all of the best presidents we, ever. 
we could have, like, I would have done too if there was an extra space. <laughs> squeeze, just squeeze me in there. Like, you know, you between, know, uh... Donald Trump would have done that if there had been an extra space. I'm surprised he didn't just go there and add a fifth one. <laughs> We're gonna put Twit more me on the side. We're gonna super glue more rock. Come on, <laughs> put me kissing George Washington's get, cheek. Get <laughs> who needs Lincoln? Get him out. Uh, Lincoln, oh, a man. former professional wrestler himself, fun fact. <laughs> Before he was a lawyer, he professionally wrestled in like carnivals and stuff. Yeah, I remember hearing yes. that. Yeah. He's a very, very That's strong true. man. Um, uh, but anyway, so uh, Matt, who is your four most important people in all of professional wrestling? Okay, so this and was, why? This was actually very difficult. And I do have like runners up as well that I don't go into super big detail. But let me give you my let me give you my quick runners up. Mick Foley, The Rock, HBK, and Triple H. Those are my runners up. Okay. Plenty of reasons why I won't go into them, but those are the ones I considered. But these are my four. First up is Ric Flair. Okay. Ric Flair is the stalwart of professional wrestling all the way back to NWA, all that. Uh, he, in my opinion, is the best at the standard definition of a professional wrestler. He uh, was, of course, the most memorable of the pretty boys you know, yeah. gimmick that, that would go on back then. Uh, kept that going his entire career. Uh, has a slew of five-star matches, uh, many of which were made with non-five-star opponents, you know, like people that were not great wrestlers compared to him. This is good. Uh, and honestly, even today, I don't hate seeing him hang around doing gimmicks. No, no, I get around. it. I, I think he's, he's, I think he's one of the pro wrestling at its finest characters uh, from back then. Uh, number two, despite his personal problems, I have to put Hulk Hogan on it uh, as a charismatic wrestler. Uh, he was the first to take the the whole charisma uh, aspect okay. so high on you know at least on television you know I can't speak to you know Bruno Bruno San Martino in those times you know mm-hmm. I've never seen really much of that uh, but when it comes to you know the TV era Hulk Hogan start that off he was the definition of a babyface uh, he was the biggest draw in WWF and WCW. And what was neat was as his character was losing popularity in the 90s, he reinvented himself as one of the three original heel NWO members pulled off possibly the most unlikely heel turn of all time and uh, paved the way for pretty much every charismatic wrestler after him, including The Rock. Like okay. that, that kind of that kind of style. Next up is Stone Cold. The genesis of the everyman anti-hero. Everybody was Stone Cold, and Stone Cold was everyone. He took no prisoners, made no friends, uh, except for the short, fun stint as a heel later on. Uh, playing Jimmy Crack Corn with the yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> uh, but he was, you know, he was the bad A hero, day in and day out, fighting the evil boss. He was captivating, uh, a complete industry changer. Uh, watching him was almost cathartic. Yeah. Because that's what I mean. Like, what, Stone Cold was everybody. You you were in his shoes when you watched him. You you were doing everything that you've ever dreamed of doing to your <laughs> jerk boss or anything like that. Uh, and he just put on a fantastic show. Like, he didn't have a bunch of pyro. He didn't have, 
you know, flashy costumes or, or, uh, you know, pretty girl managers or anything like that. He just came out and put on just a satisfying butt kicking show. Yeah. Anytime he's on camera. Uh, and lastly is Undertaker, the workhorse of the WWE, the, the loyal one who, uh, never left, did, uh, everything that Vince asked him to do and did it, uh, amazingly. Uh, he was the behind the scenes leader, the locker room leader for for decades, the best known uh, supernatural vein of characters. Uh, loved the game so much he didn't want to stop. Like I said, still might not, <laughs> despite having his farewell documentary series. Um, paved the way for Kane, Mankind, The Fiend, any other suspend your belief character that has come since. Uh, and all it takes is one bell clang. Oh, one yeah. Ding, and every fan in existence pees their pants. I think Undertaker's <laughs> a really good option because he essentially, I mean, he won the Monday Night Wars for pretty much. I mean, it was, it may not have been him as the draw, but him being in that locker room, I think, gave everybody else the confidence. Yeah, I think there was, to, I think there was a good, uh, long stint there where he was the heart of the locker room. Yeah. Like he kept everything pumping. He kept the blood flowing. Yeah. And that's a hard position to be in. You know, that's, that's a big burden to carry, especially when you're losing that oh, yeah. war yeah. for so long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he deserves, he deserves all the love, uh, he gets. And, and this is something that I've always maintained about him. And I do hope that he's done wrestling. But one of the things that's always been the industry standard is that you lose your last match. Yeah. And I've always said in the years leading up to this, if there's anyone who deserves to leave having won his last match, it's The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I do hope that he's done and that he got to win that last Boneyard match and ride off into the sunset because he's earned it. Yeah. That's a that's a good list. I like that list. I like um, I like Stone Cold being on there. Yeah. Um, because you're right. Stone Cold just, I mean, he was just everything. He was everything you wanted to be. Yeah. And he's everything you thought you could be. Because I mean, it wasn't like he was good looking and ripped. He was just right. He was just a bald <laughs> dude with a goatee that liked beer and being mean to his boss. <laughs> Like, Stomping mud holes we and walking could, them dry. We all think we could possibly be that guy. <laughs> well, my right. Mount Rushmore starts very, very similar with Hulk Hogan. All righty. I'm glad I wasn't um, the only one to feel. Yeah. I'm like, should I put him on here? Here's the thing is know. you're right. <laughs> professional wrestling became what professional wrestling became because of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And really, because I mean, you could you could almost put like, for groups of people mm-hmm. in all of these situations because it was guys like him and it was guys like Dusty Rhodes and Ric yes, Flair absolutely. who created characters mm-hmm. that that they gimmicked out and they they worked on and those were the things that started getting over rather than just their moves. Right. And then they got their moves to be a part of their character. It's like the atomic leg drop. <laughs> it's not that great. That is such a bogus move. 
but because Hulk Hogan was somehow able to hit that and you know give it give that stupid look and he's got you know he's he's hulking out and shake his know. head back look around yeah. the arena Hulk <laughs> the whole thing the whole three point gimmick of his uh yeah yeah it's great um next on my list I have I do have the Rock I know he was a runner up on yours I he, I mean he I, he was real like he's close it's hard not it's, to put him on there all, all of these guys deserve to be. Counted as the greatest things that happened in professional, and everybody has For different their reasons. Yeah, yeah. It also um, broke my heart not to put HBK on there, just so you know, because he's my favorite wrestler of all time, and he's mine as well. <laughs> but he's not on my list because, you know, other than being an amazing wrestler, and he was a good character, mm-hmm. he didn't do anything that nobody else was doing. Right? It he just did them better. Yeah, it wasn't like he he invented anything. He yeah. just he just. Came and just did a lot of that stuff of much it. better than others, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I put The Rock on there because The Rock came and really, I think, push-started what, what the Attitude Era really became. And even into, you know, the, the Universal or Ruthless Aggression Era, whatever. Ruthless Aggression! Um... <laughs> You know, the way that he carried himself and the, and the, and the, and like the things that he was saying, it's like, what, what, what are you saying? Like, right. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. A lot of the stuff he said didn't make sense, but be, but because of his vibra, uh, his, you know, bravado and his, his charisma, like he came out, he came up with the charismatic smack talking moonwalking, uh, Eyebrow raising, jabroni (laughs) beating, eyebrow raising. Um, You know, like he was the man. Yeah. And I think that really paved the way for anybody that was really good at trash talk, like John Cena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, with without The Rock, I just don't see you having a John Cena. And that was that. one of the reasons why the John Cena Rock matches worked so well. Yeah. Because for, you know, seasoned wrestling fans, they didn't really want to see that match. There was nothing important about that match. But for whatever reason, it was like, I, I do have to watch that match. Yeah. The top charismatic uh, wrestler in the generations go straight down that line. Hulk Hogan, Rock, John Cena. Yeah. Like, they, they are cut from the same cloth when it comes to that style. And it's it's fun to watch. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He... Uh, <laughs> like he was such a showman. Like he he took every every match and everything he did and put 110% into it, which of course that's his personality in yeah. life in general. But we were talking about that at the uh I think at the at the the live the watch along of Fastlane 2 is the people's elbow is the dumbest thing on the planet, oh. but the amount of showmanship that he put into it made you cheer every yeah. time. <laughs> it was it was that eyebrow raise and you know, did take that the, thing take and the just slide the the elbow cuff off, throw it out, run back and forth, do the weird arm thing like it, he's conducting a tiny orchestra. <laughs> it wasn't what he did; it was how he did it. Yeah, um, and so that's why I think. I mean, I think that paved the way for anybody to be really good mm-hmm. at. At getting over, um, and kind of this new era of getting over. My third person on the list, um, I knew you weren't going to have on yours. Okay. And I know any of you at home are not going to have on yours. Hmm. Eric Bischoff. 
I put Eric Bischoff on this list for one reason. I don't hate it. Because Eric Bischoff proved that you could go head-to-head with Vince McMahon. (laughs) Because nobody else could. Yeah. Vern Gagne couldn't. (laughs) And, you know, for... I mean, even even back at that time, the WWF was a superpower. Yeah. If you wanted to watch wrestling on TV, you watched WWF. Yeah. There were still territories, and you still had AWA, and you still had the Midwest stuff, and you had the Northeast stuff, and there were still people that were still um, part of all that, but Vince McMahon started make, taking it into a global empire. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff came in kind of unscrupulously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'll get to. I'll get to that in a second. Um, And he, Eric Bischoff comes in and not only competes, but starts to really, I mean, comes pretty close to winning. Right. Comes comes close enough to winning that Vince McMahon was like, I should probably just buy them. Right. He convinced Ted Turner. To give him the time slot that goes head to head with Raw. Like yeah. he wanted a war. Yeah. Like he was confident that he was going to beat this thing. Well, and he knew because because that meeting, I actually just listened to him talk about that meeting. Um, that meeting was Ted Turner, who was trying to to start, who, who had WCW. Who um, wrestling. Yeah. WCW was a thing before Eric Bischoff came along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I mean, it was just there and it was a, it was created because Ted Turner likes wrestling. Hey, not wrestling. And, um, that's, that's my best Ted Billionaire Turner. Ted. Billionaire Ted loves some wrestling. Um, he loved wrestling. He's from, from Atlanta, Georgia, and he wanted to have a wrestling program and TBS, um, or TNT, TNT Turner network, Turner broadcasting needed they're both Turner Networks. I yeah, think. they're both Turner Networks. Um, but I, but WCW was on TNT. Was it? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they knew like well you have a wrestling because that's what you have you have a wrestling program on your on your thing that was showing it like on Saturday morning at like three o'clock in the in the afternoon. And Ted Turner says, "What do you need to be competitive?" And Eric Bischoff just says, "Give me prime time. Let me go head to head with him." And Ted Turner's like, "Okay." Right. Yep. Um, which has led the way for other people to think they can compete with Vince, which I mean, you know, most people haven't, but now we have AEW. Yeah. Tony Khan's not doing bad. And Tony Khan <laughs> is not, is not doing bad. I think he's still falling into a few of the same pitfalls, but that's a whole nother, uh, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. He's gotten more exposure for a AEW, more fans, and uh, draw for that product in the year or so that it's been going than Impact ever has. Yeah, than Impact ever has than any of these ever have. Um, I think Impact was like the closest that we could get past yeah. WCW, and then AEW came and just has been... Really, really, really tore off it off and just... Killing it. Um, so that's why I say Eric Bischoff. I agree. And my last... I- I'm going to say Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I Yeah, I didn't put him on my runner-up either, but I almost put him in the list. But then I'm like, nah, I'm just going to keep because it wrestling. We, yeah, I know. <laughs> but wrestling just simply would not be what it is today without him. 
Um, he is the one that, and it may have been nefarious, but he is the one that brought <laughs> all of these territories together. I know he did it by going back on a lot of handshake agreements that his father had made with the likes of Vern Gagne and all these other guys. Um, but he took this and he turned wrestling into a global empire and put it in front of people. Yeah. Um, you know, because even like, even today, like I can talk to my dad and my dad remembers watching Dusty Rhodes, uh, wrestling out of Amarillo. Yeah. Like there, I mean, people remember those guys and he took all of that and said, I'm not just going to make you famous here. You're going to be globally important to wrestling. And so, um, I, I just don't think that wrestling would be wrestling without Vince McMahon. Yeah. And I mean, really for all of the, for all of the crap we're giving the product right now, he really is a genius. He's still done way more good than bad. Yeah. For every crappy storyline, over the entirety of WWE, there's been at least two good storylines. I mean, it's been enough to keep this company just continuously printing money. Yeah. Because while (laughs) AEW is, is being competitive, WWE is still in front. Right. They're still going to be in front. Like they basically just said their WWE network was a complete failure and made $5 billion off of it. Selling it to Peacock. Yep. That's the kind of shrewd, smart businessman Vince has been. Where he says $5 billion isn't enough. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. It's, it's, yep. it's, it's, it's crazy what he's done. Um, I do believe it would be good for him to retire now. I think, uh, I think, it's, I think, we're, I think we should be close. <laughs> but, but still, the, the, even, even on screen, the, the decision to make... Mr. McMahon, an on-screen villain, uh, was brilliant. Yeah. The, 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 the McMahon versus Stone Cold storyline, possibly the greatest rivalry of all time. Smart. And it wasn't even a wrestling-based rivalry. Yeah. It was. Like, they had a couple matches, quote-unquote, but they weren't, you know, legitimate matches, uh, for the most part, I think aside from one that still ended in a wonky finish with uh, Paul Wright showing up, yeah, <laughs> busting out from underneath the ring. Oh yeah, but we forget about that too, didn't we? <laughs> but just just that that willingness to become part of the story, uh, which he wouldn't. You know, he he was he was a commentator, he was a you know a ring announcer, he was all these different things for a while, but. He uh, did the whole thing with with Bret Hart and decided to run with it and just become this 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 bad boss character and did it the best you could have hoped for. Uh, And that, I think, (laughs) is thanks to Eric Bischoff. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Because Eric was doing that already. Yep. Very successfully. (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah he, he Vince Vince has uh Vince is very smart uh and has been in creating a lot of amazing things. I mean WrestleMania in itself yeah. is a fantastic thing. But he's also really smart to see something else that's working. Just like we talked about HBK. Seeing something else that's working that somebody else is doing and adopting that and perfecting it. Yeah. He's been really good at that too. Uh 
And so, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's going to make it happen. Well, that's our four. Uh, let us know what your four are at two words LTN on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you are. Um, uh, and let us know what, what, what did we miss? Do we have a good, do we have a good Mount Rushmore? Uh, do we have a bad Mount Rushmore? Would you blow our Mount Rushmore up and start <laughs> over again? Um, but let us know. Hornswoggle? Uh, should he have been on there? Should he have been? I mean, he's small enough. We could just cram him in the middle. Put him, down in, the, at the bottom. Put him in the little. <laughs> Stand on top of the rocks. <laughs> the rock rock. That'd be great. But um, other than that, uh, we thank you for tuning in right here on LTN Radio, uh, where you're going to hear us exclusively. We're not anywhere else. We're, I mean, we're in the internet, I guess. You could find us. We're actually a lot of places. But. We're actually a lot of places. We, <laughs> actually, all, we actually but. are a lot of places. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on but uh, all Google Play. We're on all of it. Um, <laughs> anywhere you may, you find your podcast, you can find two words. Um, if you would like, to, if you like what you hear and you think, hey, I'd like to give those guys some money, you could do that. By going to LTN. Uh, nope, here we go. <laughs> LoveThyNerd.com slash partner. <laughs> LoveThyNerd.com slash partner where you can donate to Love Thy Nerd as a whole as a ministry or you can uh, specifically focus on LTN radio to help uh, fund this part of the ministry. And uh, we would love that. This sure. doesn't count as a tithe, though, unfortunately. <laughs> you still have to tithe. On that, but I know that's, you guys just got stimmy checks, so yeah, some of y'all don't need that. Just sh- send it our way, and <laughs> it's all tax deductible. So you know that that's makes true. it five hundred one c three five hundred one c three nonprofit. That's that's just the best part of it all. But <laughs> um, uh, well, I love you guys. Matt loves you guys. We love that you are here listening to us, uh, and we hope that you keep tuning in. Uh, we are going to be live streaming WrestleMania because I don't think we're going to have a, another podcast before that. No, we'll right? have one more. It'll be the we week of. We'll, we'll have one on we the We have eighth. one more coming up, yeah. and then uh, and right then before. WrestleMania. It's going to be fun. It's going to be the greatest experience, and we want you to watch it with us. So you just go to LTN on air or to www.twitch dot com slash ltn on air down write them down for me (laughs) twitch.tv slash ltn on air or twitch.ltn on air.com what channel is that on what like on on cable i have cable what channel is it on twitch yeah the internet browser (laughs) i don't think i get that channel is it before espn or after Anyway, uh, it's, we it's after <laughs> 2010. <laughs> That's what it's after. <laughs> it's after you cut cable. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> we look forward yeah. to you as joining us, however you can join us. But until then, my name's John. His name's Matt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs>